Hi, it's Bill Horvat from the Vancouver Canucks. Hey guys, it's Brittany Palmer, the UFC Octagon Girl. Hey, this is Trevor Hurst of Conaline Crush. Hi, it's Bob Leonarduzzi of the Vancouver Whitecaps. Hi, this is Theotis Crane from AMC's The Walking Dead and WGN's Underground. Hi, this is George Thurgood. Hi, I'm Jackie Childs, social influencer. Hi, I'm William B. Davis, the cigarette smoking man from the X-Files. Hey, this is Jimmy Paul from Hell Yeah! And you're listening to the Toddcast right there in Vancouver. The Toddcast Podcast is powered by Citywide Mortgage Services, providing complete financing and mortgage services for residential and small commercial businesses. Visit them at citywidemortgage.ca. Now, here's your host, Todd Hancock. Would you say you're on Team Tank with the Vancouver Canucks this season? Like, bomb the rest of the year, we'll have a better chance of nailing down and getting Connor Bedard. Imagine that. I mean, if you ask the kid, he would say he wants to play in Vancouver. And once all the drama with Coach Boudreau started unraveling, and rather publicly, right? Rutherford outright telling reporters that he'd been looking for somebody to replace Bruce. Bruce, there it is. We're losing lots of games. They signed Miller to a massive deal after his, yeah, granted, 100-point season last, last year. But they leave our captain, Horvat, waiting in the wings. Did it surprise you? the way that things unfolded? Or was it just kind of like, well, that's par for the course when you're talking about the Vancouver Canucks? Well, this week, you'll hear from our resident sports loudmouth, Mr. Tequila. He's been ranting and rolling with us since the glory days back when I was doing Fox's afternoon show, uh, damn near 12 years of doing that. He would jump on every couple of weeks for years and years and just give his take on all of our local sports teams like the Canucks and the Lions and the Whitecaps, the Ravens, the Canadians, baseball to some degree. And this time, the talk with Tequila, you can bet that he had some thoughts on the way the Canucks handled the firing of Coach Boudreaux. Well, Boudreaux, that Boudreaux thing, that was terrible, man. I, I didn't like that at all. That that was a good coach, a good guy. We just had some really shitty defense, some shitty goaltending, um, and just some average players that we've got on this roster. But the thing I don't get with Boudreaux, last year we were... The second half of the season, we were the one of the best teams in the NHL second half. So we almost made the playoffs. Yeah, no, 100%. The fans were behind Boudreaux. I was at one of the last games that he was coached for the Canucks and, uh, you know, kind of fighting back the, you know, getting a bit of a something going on in my throat here. Yeah, no, the fans were uh, were big on Boudreaux. I wonder how Rick Tockett will, will do now. You know, he'll have a clean slate for next season. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we get Bedard. Yeah, right. So uh, joining Mr. Tequila this week, uh, she's an actor, a game developer, and the host of the It's Not Therapy show. Liana Kersner is a guest too. The mental health stuff is obviously really rewarding, but it can be, I mean, this week there was somebody who almost broke up in the long-term relationship, somebody's mother died, you know, all, all the stuff. And so having the other things like playing Yakuza Kiwami 2 in the same week <laughs> I'm doing that, for people is awesome, right? Yeah. You gotta love people that multitask. Leanna Kersner, a guest this week. You'll hear this week's musical guest in just a second. An absolutely crushing drummer recently signed with Pearl Drums. Coming up shortly, in Stop Me If You've Heard This Before, BC Lions kicker Sean White talks about the best pranks that he's been involved in in the CFL. That is powered by our good buddies at FKP MMA. Talking about a great way to, to learn self-defense and build your self-esteem, meet new friends, get fit, get confidence. My youngest, Levi, has been going for a couple times a week uh, for about just over a year now. Loves it. They are Vancouver's number one training destination. Check them out through FKPMMA.com. First, our first guest of three, this week's musical guest, former plush drummer, 
Brooke Colucci. It's brought to you by Vibe Cave Studios in East Vancouver. If you've got a good song that just needs a mix and a really good mix, a great mix, look no further. Talk to Braden. He works on all sorts of genres, does great work. In fact, check out a track he did with Phil McQueen called Should Have Known. The album is out now. How could I know when I met you? This again, new music from Phil McQueen and should have known. Again, hit up Braden, get huge mixes, killer sounds, great vibes through vibecavestudios.com. So, you may remember back in mid August last year, about six months back now, Plush posted online that their drummer Brooke Colucci had left the band. They said, It's been an honor sharing the stage with her for the past two years in front of thousands of fans, and we wish her the best with her future projects. And yes, a future project is on the way, as Brooke told us when we jumped on a Zoom with her. So definitely, you know, you'll see me more on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all that, all the social media stuff. Um, But I am working on a band and i'm really really excited to share more um i'm really stoked for it we are going to be heading into the studio early spring um you know and yeah i can't share too much yet we're still working on it but um i'm going to be probably flying a lot back and forth from new york to la to work on it sweet and yeah, I'm super stoked and I can't wait to share more with everybody. Mm. So yeah, keep a lookout for that. I hope I can share more about it soon. I can't wait to hear what Brooke has up her sleeve. A big fan of what she's doing on Instagram as well. Crazy, crazy good drummer. We talked with Brooke for just over 20 minutes. You can hear it right now at our iTunes and Spotify SoundCloud accounts. You can see it if you'd prefer the video at, of course, our YouTube channel, all at Toddcast Podcast. And like always, we got into it with her. Um, The possibilities of aliens visiting Earth came up. So did binge-watching shows. She was into the Gilmore Girls. And she shared her first musical memory with us as well. I remember there was one time I was like playing and this was like when I first got like my drum, my little mini first act drum kit. I asked for it for Christmas and Santa delivered it. He he came through. Um, (laughs) So I remember I was like five or six and I was just like, you know, playing like the beat of we will rock you like, you know, like the yeah, Yeah, just because like, you know, that was like easy. And like when you're just starting out, that's like the easiest thing to play. Um, And I remember I'm just like playing that and like my mom comes like dancing into it. And it was so funny. That's awesome. She grew up in like a really uh, big musical house then. Yeah. So my parents, they're not musicians themselves. Yeah. but they have always loved and appreciated music. But really though, could you nail down a question like that? Like what's your first musical memory? I often ask the question, something like this, and without thinking like, could I even answer that question? I'm not sure. Uh, honestly, I think my maybe my first musical memory would be 
it definitely involves driving in my mom's uh, Mustang, 68 Mustang back in, back in the day we living in Surrey. Uh, might be something like hearing Eddie Rabbit's The Love a Rainy Night on the radio. I remember my mom just cranking that song, I love a rainy night, I love a rainy night. I love my, my mom would crank that song in the car, she'd sing along. And it was just such a, you know, a, it still is to this day, a really cool memory for sure. So Brooke got talking about seeing Godsmack and Seven Dust in concert, how she played lacrosse as a kid, the effort that it takes to create those Instagram videos that you see on her page, and she even shared a near-death story. Okay, I'm going to go with this one. Um, so growing up, I used to race motocross. Um, yeah. Um, so this was... I was maybe, I was really young. I was about maybe like eight or nine, somewhere around there. Yeah. And I was racing. This was a, um, and I was going around this track that was pretty big and I was going around a corner and the way that, I don't know, it just, the dirt was there and then they had just watered it. It made it super slick. So I totally slipped out and you know, I hit my head pretty hard from just the fall itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but when where it was in the track, there was like a little hump before it, so people couldn't really see over the hump. So I ended up getting run over <laughs> by another kid <laughs> on a dirt bike. Wow. Um, so I had like I mean, luckily I had on like all like the protective gear and stuff. So yeah. Um I was fine, but it took me a couple minutes to get up after that one. And I was like, shit, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> no <kidding laughs> I just got me. run over. <laughs> oh my God. I literally, I'm, I'm not joking either. I had like tire marks on my side too. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah. Like weeks crazy. to recover kind of thing. It, well, I was like a little kid. So like, it took me like a couple of days and I was like, fine again. The quick um, bounce back but- as a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if I got run over now, it would be like three weeks and I'd be like, oh. Disastrous at this point, yeah. yeah. Almost sounds like Brooke should have grown up in the 70s. No helmets, taking bike jumps. There's no way you should be taking these jumps. And I mean, that's the thing, right? If, if you ask most people that you know, if they have a near-death story, most of them will have one or two, maybe even three or four. I've got a handful, of which I've told many times on this podcast over the years. Uh, we talked to Brooke about rock autobiographies. We got her to give a few recommendations. I suggested Life, if you haven't read that one, by uh, Keith Richards is fantastic. Wonder Woman came up, so did Zeppelin. Uh, speaking of Keith and the Rolling Stones, Brooke shared um, what's been her career highlight thus far. Um, Career highlight. I, you know, it's funny because I actually... This is something that had been in the works for like almost a year now. Um, but because of like COVID, they were like so backed up with like orders and stuff. Um, so it took me a while to get my kit. And especially since um, the finish that I wanted, um, they had to send it back to the factory oh. to do it. Um, but I am, that is for sure like a career highlight, definitely, you know, um, seeing the hard work payoff essentially, you know, getting like the endorsements. Um, yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, like I saw, I was kind of just 
creeping on your Facebook page and Ray Luzier is like, Hey, nice one, Brooke. Congrats. Welcome to the family. Like fucking corn. What's up? Like, (laughs) It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I think that that's like a, definitely a highlight as well as seeing people from bands that I love reach out to me and be like, Hey, like sick videos. That's definitely a career highlight. Um, Playing shows and all that sort of stuff. I love playing out live. It's one of my, absolute favorite things sure um what'd you say i said sure yeah of course yeah lives lives where it's at right yeah for sure definitely just like feeling the energy from the crowd and like getting into the music and yeah Toddcast podcast musical guest visits are powered by vibe cave studios in east vancouver huge mixes killer sounds great vibes visit them at vibecavestudios.com
to hit the slopes this winter is with the Cypress Mountain Skycard. Visit cypressmountain.com for details. And now, stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast. Every once in a while, you catch a break. Of course, it's all about hard work, putting in the time. Nothing good comes easy. Such is the case with BC Lions kicker Sean White. If you follow the CFL, you know that Sean came into the league as a BC Lion, originally signed with them as a territorial exemption in 2007. Then he was traded to the Alouettes, was there for four seasons, then to Edmonton for six seasons, and since last season, he's been back with the BC Lions. And he's able to hang out with friends and family after home games. He's back to where he belongs. He's home. And in our 29-minute interview with Sean, you'll hear him talk about the Vancouver Canucks and the wild up-and-down season that they're having. We got into a lot of stuff with Sean, talking binge-watching Ozark, Cobra Kai, Boba Fett, trying to catch as much of the Beijing Olympics as possible. He shared a story about gambling in Vegas. We talked about the music of Green Day, the Chili Peppers, Jay-Z. He talked about the last concert that he saw. And stop me, if you've heard this before, Sean shared the best CFL prank that he's been involved in. <laughs> there's got, got something there. Uh, yeah, this one guy. He, so I was a rookie for five years with BC. And uh, so that was a lot of hazing towards me. So after that, I almost got promoted right, right away to the Phantom. So uh, now what happens is the old line keeps track of rookies that aren't doing the right thing and they make it make a list and they give it to me so then it's my job to prank them so i think the best one and they'll rank them like get this guy good this guy not so good <laughs> so this guy has to be good so i 
put all of his clothes. So, and also as a kicker, I'm not doing anything at practice. So I, I go in during practice. This was in BC too. So I started filling up this guy, a plastic bag full of this guy's clothes, filled it with water, tied it up tight and put it in the freezer. And now we, no one says anything. Plus I didn't tell anybody, but the old line. And, uh, and that's when it was like, who was it? Kelly Bates was there and uh, freaking Reed and all those guys. So they didn't say anything. So anyways, this guy couldn't find his clothes. He lost his mind. Like he was trying to fight everybody. Oh, but no. Never expect me because I'm the smallest guy there. And uh, he left it. He couldn't find it for a week. And then one day he went to go get ice to ice something. And that's when he found his clothes. And it was just a big block. Of, and it was funny. So he had this, this thought. He threw it outside and just let it thaw. And it was nice. so fun. It was nice. a good one. Stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast podcast is powered by FKP MMA, Vancouver's number one training destination at fkpmma.com. We're fighting every day. I got no words left to say. I think I'm moving on. We tried our best. These words have been on my chest. I'm moving on We're too young to have this many problems Too old for all of the drama Don't know where it went wrong I love you too much to drag this out farther I hate that we're not meant for each other It's better now than to carry on I think we're moving on I'm moving. 
very nice. The band is Rare Americans, and a new song for them is called Moving On, if you hadn't picked that up. You can see them next month in Vancouver at Fortune Sound Club. They're playing on Saturday, March 18th. It's in all ages as well, so that's kind of cool. Uh, reached out to those guys, in fact, uh, through Instagram about a month back, um, about doing a, a Blue Light Sessions with the podcast. Their response was, for sure. We'll try to make something work, which of course doesn't always mean a hundred percent because you know, things can change, but hopefully you'll see a live show with rare Americans. Maybe we'll try and dial something up, uh, this summer. That'd be cool. Played you the boom booms. And that's another new song for the podcast. At least it's not new, new it's on their latest album, a great song for them called other side. Kind of what you would come to expect out of them at this point, though, hey? Like, every song is so damn good. Their singer, Aaron Ross, was actually the first Blue Light Sessions that we did back uh, last summer. He and uh, Boom Boom's drummer, Theo, banked something off, which was very, very cool. Speaking of cool, Adara from our title sponsor, Citywide Mortgage Services. Let my buddies hold your hand, by the way, start to finish through your next mortgage process for the next house or whatever you buy. They'll make it ridiculously easy for you straight up. They are industry heavyweights. I mean, citywide mortgage, you've heard their name, right? They're the pinnacle of what they do. Anyway, Dara from citywide was, I think a couple months back. So it was maybe two, three shows back at a, at a blue light sessions. Very, very cool to see a, a sponsor supporting, you know, beyond the norm, the the cash money and allowing us to, to build and grow nothing but great things to say about those guys. City wide mortgage. All right. Coming up in just a few minutes in listen to this, the Veer union singer, Crispin Earl talking about first concerts and what a concert it was. What a venue, man. You'll be hard pressed to beat it. That is powered by Tedco RV supplies in Langley RV service and repairs, ICBC accredited, check, check, check. Longtime sponsors. We're talking, God damn, I mean, it's got to be near seven years, maybe more. Big love to Tamara and her team. They are a key reason that we're able to keep banging off this podcast. You can find them online, Facebook and on Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies. So first, the second of three Toddcast guests this week, our sporting guest, our resident sports loudmouth, Mr. Tequila. That is powered by Hand Over Hand Textiles in Vancouver. We're talking naturally dyed goods for your home, your body. They've got amazing like shirts and pants and you name it, scarves and, and socks and all that stuff. It's very cool. Uh, amazing stuff on their website. They only use pure plant extracts and natural fibers. Nothing they do is bad for Mother Earth. Everything is good from top to bottom. They make great presents, of course. We talk about that all the time. Locally owned, locally operated. Hey, support local. That's how we keep it going. Find out more through handoverhandtextiles.com. So Mr. Tequila, as mentioned off the top, he's been chirping on this podcast since we launched in 15. I think this is eighth or ninth time on. And nor normally he's on like a once a year kind of thing, right? Although it's been a couple of years since his last visit. Uh, he's been part of my radio show back in the days at Fox when I did their afternoon show from three to seven. So, so Tequila would join maybe a couple times a month kind of thing for years though, years and years, and just give, uh, you know, the straight shooter, no bullshit look at all sports, of course, all local Vancouver teams. And he just kind of made the jump over to the podcast with us. And a, a pretty obvious place to start with tequila this time around the changing of the guard and seeing Bo Horvat, Vancouver's former captain, become a New York Islander. But Horvat, we still got some all right players, but he wasn't going to sign here anyhow. 
right? Peterson, that was the move to make uh, Pedersen uh, captain. I think that's yeah. just nature of the beast, right? Yeah. So are you for team? You know, like, should we oh be yeah, taking no, the rest I am of the season? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it because this is such an important draft. These are impact ready players. Uh, Bedard, these kids are going to step right into the lineup. I'd say top 15 are pretty NHL close already. Yeah. Um, but that Bedard, imagine if you get him. That's that's worth to tank. But we all know with Batman, he's going to go to Arizona. Arizona. Well, I was just finish. I was just going to say, like, what are what are Vancouver's chances of getting Bedard? Like, I Batman doesn't he doesn't even want to allow that. He wouldn't allow it, right? No, there's no way. And you, the conspiracy theorist, there's no way. I can't remember if I quickly told this story on the podcast or not. A couple of months back, uh, I took my family to a Canucks game and, you know, we were playing against the Islanders, spent about 700 bucks, all said and done. Decent seats were lower bowl, spent about a buck 25, buck 30 on those a piece. 40 bucks parking at Costco, $18 beers, the $10 popcorn, the $8 cotton candy, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, about six rows behind us, there's a bunch of of Islander fans, loud, obnoxious Islander fans. Let's go Islanders. Let's go Islanders. And then they started chanting, we want Horvat. We want Horvat. And how about that? Now they have him. I think the full talk with Mr. Tequila is about a half hour long. You can hear it on our social media platforms, all under at Toddcast, Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. There's no video for this one. Tequila's kind of like Kiss back in the day. There's no seeing his face. Uh, as mentioned, it's it's been a while since he you've heard him on the podcast, over two years. So it was great to catch up with him. We hung out, you know, plenty of times in real life, just never had a microphone around to catch the, the chatter. Though this time around, ACDC and Metallica came up. We qu- quickly touched on the BC Lions. And how uh, he recently went up to Prince George for his brother's 50th birthday, watched the Super Bowl at the the same time. And since Tequila is probably the biggest Pantera fan that I know, got his thoughts on the current tour and lineup. I see both fans of it, I guess. Like as being the diehard fan and seeing them so many times and hanging with them and seeing how it ended. So just terribly like the Phil doing all his antics and, and just stringing along the Abbott brothers like he did. And just, he thought the band was all about him. He had the, the, the singer headcase fucking mentality going there. And they were, they were at the, they were on top of the world at that time. Right. So he, he could think like that, but again, Pantera was your bread and butter. You know what I mean? You guys were, they were a machine together. And then when fucking you, you, you there's that much bad blood and then a guy gets killed. You, there's no, you, there's no fixing that. Right. So I take what Vinnie Paul had to say too. Vinnie Paul still never talked to Phil Anselmo, about what was said and what he did. Right. He knows what he did. Mm-hmm. Right? The guy was even allowed at Dimebag's funeral, so that tells you fucking everything you need to know. Right. Right. Again, so all that happens. Vinny adamantly said multiple times she would never do a reunion. Right. He was vocal about it. Like, yeah. No and then chances fucking, it happening. Yeah. It's him on the fucking YouTube. That's him talking. That's yep. not ended it. He fucking said no way. So of course he dies. So his estate really generates a lot of money when you get a fucking tour going and seeing how they're selling. Um, the, you know, they're saying for the brothers, come on, come on. You got to put for the brothers and for the money. Come on. This is, there's some, there's some money being thrown around here too. And that kind of makes me a little upset. There's the, uh, you know what I mean? They're, they're definitely cashing in on the legacy. That was the brother's legacy, not theirs. That was the Abbott's brothers band. That was their band. Mm-hmm. Right. And not being exploited by the, uh, estates because they sell the merch. They got all the cuts up. They're still going to make a pile of money. So oh, sure. Oh Yeah. 
yeah, so that that aspect is going along too. So, but again, people that haven't seen it, I see the other side that people, the younger people, never saw Pantera. They're just such an influential band, and the first time you hear it, you're you're hooked on them. They they got that kind of mind control that that the riffs and just the way that they come together, explosive. You're hooked right away as soon as you hear it. Yeah. So then you would want to see that, right? You'd want to see those songs played again. Oh, for sure. There's enough fans that haven't seen the band that they look at this lineup and go like, I mean, if this is the only way, this is the only way, right? So as always, we got into it, a lot of stuff with Tequila, mainly sports, of course, got his thoughts on Bedard and the uh, WHL, where he'll land in the NHL. Like, obviously, who knows, but took some stabs at it. We talked family, uh, crazy concert prices. What's up with concert prices right now? What the? And his uh, Bulgaria summer vacations and almost being robbed by gypsies. <laughs> yeah, so we we try to, but when we go over there, we always buy the trip in like uh, like in like a year in advance, right? Yeah. So, like, so it's a more friendly of a deal for that when you go with the airline and you try to fly during the week and on the weekends. So you talk like that. So it's usually about five grand for us every time, five six grand with inflation. Now it's probably about six five hundred. Yep. So we go there, we go to this place called Sofia, which is the capital city of Bulgaria. That's where my wife's from. That's where Mr. Tequila's from. So we usually spend some time with her family, drink a lot of cheap beer. Beer is like two bucks there still. You can still get like the, really the two liter bottle for like $2, $3. Yep. Right? So that's pretty cool. And then just see some of the sites around town. And then we uh, usually go to the Black Sea. So it's this place called Burgas is, is near Turkey on the Black Sea. So it's kind of an interesting place to, uh, to go to. The climate's kind of like uh, Penticton. In the summer there, but it gets like really hot and muggy. It's like forty degrees all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Walking yeah, around drinking your four o. Oh yeah, you can drink and you get beer everywhere. It's not a store. You got it. The beer and drinks everywhere. There's no time limits. You can just drink wherever you want there. Right? right. And and you were close to being robbed by gypsies. You told me a story real quick. Yeah. So the uh, so back then it was well iPhone. I had my iPhone out, and for some reason near this hospital, we were my mother and my father in law was in the hospital. So I went outside to get a bottle of water for mother-in-law and I'm checking my, my phone because we have Wi-Fi there. I saw these guys surround me, but I thought they were driving a taxi and they kept saying pet, pet. So pet is five. So I thought they were going to try to give me a drive in the taxi for five bucks. So I'm like, hey, hey. so I walked by, get the water, come on the way back. And they kept pointing to my phone as I was checking my email on the phone. Then they surround me and there was like three really big dudes, gypsies. So I ran into the hospital and the, the security guy uh, stopped at the, at, the, at the door. They kind of gave up. And then, uh, yeah, we found out later that those guys are out there selling their blood. Wow. So Bulgaria. You need blood. blood. Their blood. So when you, if you need blood in Bulgaria, if your family mem- a family member has to donate blood on your behalf to get for you to get blood. So sometimes people don't have family members and that's what those guys are out there doing. So they'll go to, they have a little clinic off to the side there that they can just go quickly get their blood screened and they donate for about 75 labs. So that's about 50 Canadian, 40 Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what those guys were doing out there. And they weren't taxi drivers. They were just gypsies. But you, you look at what, uh, the one thing I definitely like about Bulgaria, even with the gypsies, it's not like this East Hastings. And uh, you know what I mean? With the needles and, 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 and shootings and tent cities, there's none of that over there. Like there is some poor and, impoverished people there's there's no like middle class but the gypsies there they still will go work the fields and stuff like that they're they're not like bums bums where they're shooting up and and uh you know what i mean mm-hmm. drug dealing that's not too prevalent there it's that hasn't really caught on there red truck beer nothing delivers like a red truck official beer of the Toddcast podcast 
by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at milanocoffee.ca. And now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. The Veer Union formed in Vancouver back in 2004, originally under the name of Veer. You saw them make huge waves right out of the gate, touring with bands like Hinder, 
Theory of a Dead Man, Seether, Blackstone Cherry, and then came the name change to the Veer Union after they signed with Universal Motown Records. They've released seven studio albums, a handful of EPs, some pretty decent success along the way, top ten on Billboard's hot mainstream rock tracks chart. Their song Seasons was the official theme song for WWE Backlash in 2009, plenty of touring, and when their singer Crispin Earl was an in-studio guest, we talked about the constant grind of being in a band. We talked career highlights, touring, family. He shared a near-death story. We talked sports, the Canucks, the BC Lions, the superpower that he'd want to have. And Crispin talked about his first concert, seeing one of Seattle's best all time. Listen to this. First concert, my first concert was actually uh, Pearl Jam at the Plaza of Nations. What? Yeah. Pearl Jam at the Plaza. Yeah. That yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, the first, like, real like, concert, sure, I've seen, like... the outside plaza of yeah, Nations, you mean? Yeah, yeah, In the open air. Yeah, on where the, they don't On have the water any, in yeah. Vancouver, where it's not... You, you know that they were the... One of the reasons why they stopped using that venue was because of the fear of the glass shattering, high above, right? yeah. shattering and yeah. literally killing, maiming people yeah. below, right? yeah. That was a rad venue. I saw Rage Against the Machine there. I saw Foo Fighters there. My wife actually passed, at the time wasn't my wife, but she passed out at a Foo Fighter concert just in the pit. You know, one of those things. But uh, crazy. Pearl Jam was your first show? Yeah, man. How old were you? Oh, jeez. That's a good question. That's a good question. Let's skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to this on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley an ICBC-approved repair shop. Visit them on Facebook and Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies. Did you think you had to? 
such a big fan of his work. I'm going to do my best to not fanboy when he plays for us next month. His name is Ivan Hartle and a brilliant song called Shine. And you're what, I guess five weeks away now from seeing him with the podcast. We've teamed up to do another Blue Light Sessions next month. So it's Saturday, March 31st at Blue Light Studio, East Vancouver. If you've been to one of these live shows, then you know. If you don't, think acoustic usually. Q&A you get to interview the bands or the artist as well. They're just super, super fun nights. Hopefully you can make it out to this one. Oh, heads up. These nights are filmed, so you could end up in promo videos. I don't know if we have like a sheet you got to sign. You're like, I don't want to be in that or whatever, but who knows? Talk to me if that's an issue when, once you get to the, uh, to the venue. It's 20 bucks in advance through eventbrite.ca, eventbrite.ca. 25 bones if you wait for the door, but... We do only release 60 tickets, so grab pre-sale if you want to make sure that you get in. Doors are at 7 o'clock for these shows. Shows go from about like 8 till 9.30, 10-ish, something like that. Played you a new song for the Vitos called The Pressure, and they've done some live stuff with us over the years. Perhaps it's time to revisit the idea, maybe get them banging off a, a, a Blue Light Sessions. In the meantime, you can see them live. They're back in Vancouver. I think they were in... I think it was Toronto, wasn't it? Three, four, five years, it felt like anyway. But they're back. They're playing a show at the Rec Room in Burnaby, March 3rd. 25 bucks. Doors are at 7.30. Um, same place, eventbrite.ca for tickets. That'll be a great show. They've played for the podcast a couple times over the years. Good players, but absolutely 
beautiful human beings. That's going to be a killer show. Speaking of live music, find a small list of shows that are happening locally with the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. If you're playing one, if you're checking it out, if it's indie, let us know about it. We'll post it up at the site. We get a bunch of views every day. It's brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios over 40 years experience in the music industry. We're talking pro jam spaces out in Langley. Bands love it there. Amazing deals for the dollars that are spent. Find out more through mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, our final guest of episode 295 is the host of the It's Not Therapy show, Leanna Kersner, this week's entertainment lifestyle guest, powered by Sacred Meds, Canada's best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary. Say that five times fast. Say it once fast. You can get oils as well, hash, all kinds of edibles, peyote, LSD, teas, chocolate. We're talking like a bunch of CBDs and stuff. It's pretty impressive. The website's pretty awesome. And at registry, mention that you heard about them through this podcast. It will unlock a hidden category on their website. Not even kidding. Use the code TODDCAST for 10% off at sacredmeds.com. So you'll better know Leanna Kersner simply as Leanna K. Canadian TV host, writer, producer, actor, it's not therapy show host. Listen to what Leanna said when I asked her what she hopes people take away from that show. The mental health doesn't have to suck. (laughs) But it doesn't have to be, you know, the past, I don't know if you've ever been in a therapist office, but that faded pastel paint that looks like Pepto-Bismol and the floral Kleenex box and that very like, I'm a loser vibe and therapy is really important for people who have it, but I call what I do emotional nutrition. So therapy is medicine. What I do is mental health nutrition. And if you don't do, you know, the diet exercise, get enough sleep, no doctor in the world can help you. Mm. That's where I come in. It's sort of like personal training and nutrition for your, your mental health and well-being. You really should dig into the full talk with Leanna. I think we were on zoom for just over a half hour. You can hear it and see it at our iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube channels. And of course we're plastered all over Twitter and Facebook and some videos are up on Instagram as well. And like always, uh, we got into it with Leanna and she talked about the shows that she's been binge watching. And I got to say, doom patrol is a great reply. She also brought up cuphead. Ever heard of that show? Apparently it's pretty good. Mental health initiatives came up. So did seeing new kids on the block in concert and our love, our mutual love of video games. Uh, I was three years old and I wanted to play Pac-Man, right? Which I called Bucka Bucka. (laughs) And coin-op machines. Yeah, I'm dating myself now, but coin-operated video game machines were magic, but I couldn't reach. I couldn't even climb up on those stools they had in the arcade. So my mother used to lift me up. Uh, so she gets all the blame and all the credit for my video game obsession. Uh, so I, I could I could play Pac-Man. And, you know, Chuck E. Cheese at Sheridan Mall back in the day, magic. Just the best. And to this day, I love those. You know those glass top table? Oh, yeah. Player? I love those. Things. I could reach those on my own. Right. Those you, I could do. <laughs> what do you have? In, do you have those you said, or you want to have? No, they're like three grand for yeah. a reproduction. I'd love one, but you got to maintain those too. Yeah. Big time. Well, don't they have them now where they have like the, you know, 1200 games or whatever, some shit in it. Right. Yeah. They have those that, like I said, the reproductions and I'm a bit of a purist. Cause those are, I'm going to drop a ton of technical terms. Those are old CRT okay. monitors and everything like that. They suck a ton of power. Oh. is the other problem, right? So my retro video game purist tendency, you see the Apple II 
in the background, right? Uh, my purest tendencies are not exactly environmentally friendly. So it's like, do I really need an ego piece? You, you see, there's a lot yeah. already. So I have the little, instead I have the little, um, I think it was made by uh, Coleco or something like that. The home game, yeah. turn it on next to the Pac-Man, that's, yeah. that's retro. And exactly, the Nintendo yeah. Power Glove and the ROB and all that it, stuff. So it had all that shit as a kid. Like, what was your what was your house like as a kid growing up for all that? Like, you started Atari and you went through ColecoVision and television and all that. See, I grew up in the Jane Finch part of Toronto. We didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. So we had an Atari. Uh, we had an Atari. Um, we had a Sega, not a Nintendo. My friends had a Nintendo. Like every like different kids in the neighborhood would have different systems totally right so one person had the uh um commodore 64 and i'd go over there and play this this is really nerdy a game called mule it was an early resource management game yeah uh and then another friend had crystal castles which was the coolest thing uh what was it star girl one of the characters was playing crystal castles in one of the things and i was like what crystal castles i freaked right out and uh, then somebody, you know, somebody else had Nintendo for Mario. And I have very, very strong memories of uh, playing Super Mario Brothers and listening to Tarzan Dan on AM 680 mm. back in the day. And Dan's a friend of mine now. So that's like, that's, that's a very, cool. very vivid memory from childhood. Yeah. It, and then, you know, the PlayStation era happened. Isn't it cool to think back to when you were little and the things that ate up your time, music and sports and hanging with your friends and video games. And, you know, I've been fortunate, I guess, you know, it's always been a kind of a part of my life. And my mom was really into that stuff as well. So we were in, you know, almost right away. It wasn't like we were the Commodore 64, but certainly Atari through Intellivision and ColecoVision and then Sega. And then like Leanna was saying, PlayStation. Well, we also talked about the NBA and NHL with her. Love at First Sight came up. Meeting Mark Hamill and Stan Lee. I am jealous on both counts. She shared a near-death story. We talked about The Sandman, which was, I thought, a great series. Superpowers and Green Lantern's Ring and just being comic book nerds in general. Yeah, people get mad at me because I have Marvel and DC stuff mixed up in the, the background, oh, but I don't judge. Yeah, Marvel yeah. superior, but you don't just dismiss well, DC. Okay, Marvel extended content. It used to be uh, DC was better on TV. Marvel was better on um, on and movies, but the Disney Plus stuff has sort of changed that up. We'll see when James Gunn gets gets his chance to work his magic on DC. But I mean, I read He's now co COO or CEO, isn't he? Yeah, no. yeah. He, after... He's in a position to actually make change. Yeah, they just unveiled his plans, but it starts in like 2025, right? right? But I started yeah, like with Spider-Man. Like, why does it take so long? Like, what? Well, they got to develop it, right? It's starting like, from scratch. It, like, that's it's a big risk, right? That making people wait that long because people are going to forget if The Flash isn't a good movie. If what's the, oh, Aquaman, he's mm. going to wear that, mm. rightly or wrongly. That's the unfortunate thing about media is... Everybody can consume it and there's no like degree in television reviewing. So opinions are like, you know, assholes. Everybody's got one. Yeah. yeah. And Ooh. you, you gotta sort of get used to that. As you know, I'm sure doing, doing this show, you oh, just yeah. get some really unenlightened opinions. 
entertainment guest visits are powered by Sacred Meds, Canada's best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary. Visit sacredmeds.com and mention you heard about them through the podcast to open up a hitting category on their website. And use the code TODCAST at checkout for 10% off your order.
without a doubt, they are one of Vancouver's best. They are the Harpoonist and the Axe Murderer, and a great song for them called Forever Fool. And maybe you caught their show at the Hollywood Theater in Kitsilano just a few months back. A stellar night overall went with my buddy Kyle. Boy, those guys can play. They also did a festival I can't remember the name of it now. On the North Shore, just this past summer, you got to love that setting too. Outside, mountains in the background, beer gardens, zero complaints. And was asking their singer, Sean, about playing a show with the podcast at Blue Light Studio. The answer was not no. So keep your fingers crossed. We can work something out with them because that would be outstanding. Looking forward to next week. We're doing a a 12 guest themed podcast. We hear you loud and clear. Those styles of podcasts, for whatever reason, get played about double and on average to a week to week podcast where we have, you know, like this week, three guests, right? So We've been banging out big, big weeks with four guests in each music, sports, entertainment, and they're not on next week's first concert podcast, but check out what former Megadeth bassist now with the band, the lucid, and of course, metal allegiance, listen to David Ellefson and his first mind blowing concert. My very first concert was Kiss on the Rock and Roll Over Tour, uh, February 6, 1977 at the Met Center <laughs> in Bloomington. <laughs> Remembers the date. <laughs> well, and what's funny about it is, is I just saw, you know, I've seen Kiss a bunch. And of course, we've, you know, performed with them and, and you know, done shows with them as well. But um, yeah, I went to go see the end of the, end of the road tour when they came through Phoenix um, last year, early last year, I guess. And I bought a T-shirt and it had the Kiss Destroyer it looked like the T-shirt I bought at that show in 1977. I didn't know bootleggers, but I bought a shirt outside from a bootlegger, and it was a crappy shirt. You know, you wash it once and it falls apart. Yeah. And you know, I was that kid. I didn't know, you know. And so I bought this shirt. And so at, when I at the end of the road tour, there's a shirt that kind of looked like that. It was the it was the Destroyer cover, and on the back it had a bunch of tour dates. And I got home and I'm looking at the tour dates, and I'm going, How come they don't have Glendale? Arizona on the dates and I, and I realized that these are the tour dates from the destroyer into the rock and roll over tour because they were kind of seamless I think it was kind of a seamless transition they didn't change their costumes um and I remember Eddie Trunk and I were you know beefing over like was was it was that destroyer was that rock and roll over was that love gun because those three kind of ran together and and it's I love when you get with other kiss nerds because you know, and I, we got people to do the same with Megadeth now. You know, they, they nerd out over what show, what song list. And so I get it. I, I am part of one of those bands now. And, and so, um, you know, again, kind of back to no cover. It's just this whole circle. You know, we're fanboying out and paying honor to, you know, the, the idols and the heroes that got guitars in our hands and gave us a, a path forward. And then I, of course, meet Dave and you know, we find our own path forward and, and we've now inspired a bunch of groups, you know, that, that, that have come behind us. So it's, you know, it's nice to just be part of this, this sort of cycle of life. What a cool guy. Really enjoyed talking with David Ellefson. Next week, all about first concerts. Chirp us off on social media. Let us know what was your first concert like? Who was it? Where was it? How old were you? What do you still remember about that? As a massive music nerd. I love hearing about that stuff. Of course, we want to give a big thank you to this week's guests as well. Brooke Colucci, holy shit, you are inspiring. Just a crushing drummer. Cannot wait 
to hear what's up your sleeve. Thank you again for jumping on. Our resident sports loudmouth, Mr. Tequila, my brother from another mother. Always great to shoot the shit, catch up, talk sports. And actor and host of the It's Not Therapy show, Leanna Kersner. Thank you for jumping on the podcast as well. Had a great talk. Nice to finally meet you. And that's going to do it for this one. Episode 295, a nice little bow on this one. Let's call this one done. Once again, my name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening. really appreciate you being there. It's nice to know that people are listening and, and actually coming back. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends. You can subscribe on iTunes and Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Comment and rate the podcast. That helps out big time. I mean, I, I've noticed the, you know, every once in a while, there's like a bit of a push and suddenly you're just reaching places where you normally wouldn't. So yeah, do that comment and rate if you can, uh, Toddcast podcast, huge thanks to all of our fantastic sponsors. We couldn't do it without their unwavering support. You can find links to all sponsor websites at our site, toddhancock.ca. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. It's cheap. It's inexpensive. There's contact info at the homepage. And if you help us find a sponsor, we will give you a commission. How many other podcasts are doing that? I'll give you a hint. It's none. Zero. Till next time, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun. Play hard. And most of all, believe in yourself. You've been listening to the Toddcast Podcast, powered by Citywide Mortgage Services, dedicated to helping you find the best mortgage rates, available seven days a week at citywidemortgage.ca.